cliffcentral.com. Yes, yes, yes. What's happening, guys? What's happening? What's happening? Mangoba Ngobo here. Um, thanks, Gareth, for introducing me. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Um, we're here talking anything youth. We're talking hashtag young, wild, and free. Um, so you ask yourself, so who is this guy? Um, Mangoba Ngobo, born and bred in KZN. Um, one of the guys that thought, that thought he could achieve everything by a certain age. Biggest mistake of his life. <laughs> but nevertheless, we're still trying to work towards that. Um, born and bred in KZN. Um, I'm running, I'm running a consultancy firm, um, that's based and does consultancy in London and in SA. So trying to push the envelope there, trying to push it. Um, but why am I here? I mean, why, why are you listening to me as opposed to listening to another person or someone else? Um, the truth of the matter is I'm here to, to try and entice us as the youth. I'm here to speak to anyone from the ages of 16 right up to 35 or 45 even if you may. Um, I'm here to entice you. We're here to pick our battle. So in a series of shows, hopefully, um, a series of interviews, we'll try, we'll try and probe. And actually speak about what actually affects us as youth. We're trying to probe and trying to speak to the issues that we've got and how we can try and overcome it. So I'd humbly request that you, you try and gather all your friends because this is going to be a bumpy ride. And that's it. You can be me when you look this clean. I'm a classic man. That was Jidena with Classic Man. And I mean, what better way to, to knock off the show by starting off with Classic Man? I mean, a lot of guys and a lot of girls, um, within the youth are trying, are trying to attain that and trying to be that, that classic person. And I mean, by doing that, a lot of the times we sort of have to try and shrug off a lot of the stereotypes. By doing that, we need to go on and push all, all the boundaries and all the stereotypes that they are. But I mean, I mean, why not? Why not become a classic man, Duncan? Why not? Yes, guys. Here today, we're speaking underneath the hashtag young, wild, and free. We're starting off by actually speaking to, to the fact that are we, are, are we wild and free or are we not? I mean, we're taking to all our social networks. We're looking at the types of platforms that we've got and how we interact within those platforms. I think later on, we'll be, we'll be speaking to, to, to Mad Goat and Zulu Admiral, who are what we know as Twitter Labs. Um, <laughs> the guys that always knock, knock all the, all the celebs off their hotspots. And, and I mean, we enjoy that because I mean, we're not as famous as everyone else and we don't have quite a strong, as strong a following, but those guys are there to fight our battles for us. <laughs> but after hearing from that, we'll try and round up and, and, and try and see how, how we gauge as the youth. I mean, we'll try and look at the youth of the past. We'll try and look at the, at the youth of the present and try and see how, um, in terms of if this was a, a relay, what would we be handing over as the bait to the youth that's coming up? So we're trying to try and size and see how everything is. Are we, are we producers or are we consumers? I mean, that's the major, major question I'd like to pose. If you don't hear anything else I've got to say today or any of the guests or the people we call through have anything to say, remember this. You need to actually try and speak to yourself 
and actually decide Are you a producer or are you a consumer Now let me unfold this What it actually means I mean a lot of people are thinking What the heck guy um, <laughs> Producers and consumers at this day and age But the truth of the matter is You need to ask yourself honestly Where are we and what are you actually doing Producers, I mean producers, you know, are the people who will actually produce the stuff and put things into the market. So producers in this context would be people, people who design the clothes as opposed to the people who go out and buy the clothes. Your consumers, you're looking at, 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 at you and I maybe. I mean, if you, if you look at the fact that once I thought I'd achieved and I'd arrived at a certain point in life, the first thing I thought about is buying a car. I mean, why, why would you go and buy a car when you can buy property as, as, as an investment? So these are the type of questions that we're going to try and grapple with. And everything we're trying to speak to today, are you a producer or are you a consumer? And how can we try and link this to trying to ensure that we pick our battle as the youth? Because every, every, each and every generation needs to have a war that they're trying to fight and they pick their battle very well. So if we don't pick our battle, we'll die off as the generation that just lived. We'll die off as the generation that came and left. We can't even say, I came, I saw, I conquered. I mean, it will be this, they came and they're gone. That's it. So producers and consumers, back to that. Um, I was looking at, I was trying to read up actually a few weeks back. Um, trying to read up into terms of, of all the stats that we've got. If you, if you, if you've been, if you've had, if you've been fortunate enough to travel and you've, you've been to Europe and you've been to the US, you'll see how the style is so completely different. And I think, I think I blamed TV actually for this. You look at keeping up with the Kardashians and, um, you look, you look at then unknown entertainers, the people who are always, always prim and proper. But then, then you actually go and try and visit these countries abroad and you actually see that this actually isn't a true reflection of what's happening in the country. If, if you look at the people that design Louis Vuitton, they don't wear their own brands. I mean, they, they can't even be trying to say, you know what, um, I'm not, I'm not buying any, any of the food in, in the month which is going to come. I'm going off. I'm buying a new laptop. I'm buying a new thing. So, I mean, it's looking at stuff like that. They don't even buy their own brands because they realize that they're producers and they're not consumers actually. So we're trying to arrive at the point where we arrive and then we can see that actually we as the youth, this might be a battle worth fighting. Can we become the generation that tries to convince people to steer away from being consumers? So people that add on and just spend and splend. I mean, I've, I've heard people saying last, last Friday at the, at the July, I spent over over 30 grand over a weekend and I'm like guys I mean are you being real with me you could have saved that amount of money and you could have done something worth I'm not saying by all means you shouldn't attend the July by all means go but always find a way of striking that balance because that amount of money you could have saved at least half of it and ensure that you add on to the people who produce stuff so looking at our at our WeChat group we have a message from Anushka Swat um <laughs> Anushka, thank you very, very much. She, she, it reads as follows. Great content and I love the topic, guys. I'm, I'm a 35 year old married woman with ambition. I'm married to my hubby, um, who's, who's part of the corporate world. But w- what worries me about the youth per se is the lack of substance though. I mean, pop bottles turn up. <laughs> Anushka, you see, you and I are on the same wavelength. You and I are completely on the same wavelength. I mean, 
it's okay. We're saying it's all right to have the turn up because you need to be able to live in the moment. That's the most important part in everything that we do. Ensure that we're living in the moment. Ensuring that you're you're acknowledging and you're smelling the roses of the moment you're in. Because I mean, it's all fair and well planning. Planning and planning and planning galore But I mean if you miss living in the moment Then you'll never be in the moment You'll never be able to fully appreciate And comprehend what you've actually achieved I always say Anushka Always, always, always You need to s- celebrate the small the small victories So if if for instance So speaking to your, your message If for instance I've saved up now for 8 years I've, And I've now bought a house in Hurlingham Which happens to, to, to be a place that I like That I might be living and might not <laughs> um, And so I've saved up for like, for like 5 to 10 years And w- w- if I've got enough and I've now gotten the house. I need to, to be able to say, you know what, Q, you've done very well. You've been able to try and save up. You've been able to have have a goal, have an, an objective, and say, you know what, I've done well here. Let us comprehend and take it in. But you, what we find with the youth is that um, I won't want to be throwing a party at my house up until I've got the the furniture, up until I've got the car, up until I've got... Uh, the babe that matches the car Whatever it might be But I mean Anushka you're very very right We need to be actually looking at things Of substance And I'm I'm praying and hoping That as 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 we venture all through together All through the weeks That we might be here with you um, We're able to instill Instill that seed And say you, you know what Now the responsibility Or the onus is on you To actually ensure that you're growing it Guys This for me is is a major major thing and i'm very very passionate about it we're speaking we're speaking youth youth economic empowerment you're speaking youth youth um development but how much of the youth are are actually partaking in all the things that they ought to be i mean we have we've got forums we've got nyda we've got love life we've got this we've got that but how how are we trying to seize the moment? How are we trying to live in the moment and ensure that all the opportunities that are offered through to us, we're trying to absorb and actually ensure that we maximize on them? I'm not too sure. I really am not too sure. Um, looking back at the producer and the consumer, because I'm trying to make this the, I mean, the backbone of our show here. Um, so everything we do will speak freely and move away from it, but every now and again, we need to come back. I love tennis and in tennis, we speak of baseline. So you always need to have a baseline that you're, you're at. Um, youth. This is now a question I'm throwing out there. And I mean, uh, we have our phone lines. We've, we have our Twitter handle. We've got, we've got, our Facebook, we've got our WeChat ID. So all the forums are, are open up for you to try and speak to us. And, and I need to hear what are the challenges that you're facing as a youth? Cause we, I mean, you might find we're speaking about having substance and having drive, but I mean, it's very hard to have substance and drive when you're speaking on an empty stomach. It's very hard to have substance and drive when you're the breadwinner at home and you, you actually don't even have matric and stuff like that because situations out there are tough situations out there are difficult and if if we're not realistic about them then i feel that we won't be speaking to the actual issues and actually what's happening within the youth um 
So speak to us. I mean, what are the issues that you're facing? What would you like to hear from us? I mean, we can speak of substance. We can speak of direction. But what are the immediate challenges that you're facing that you're saying, you know what, guys, before I can start moving on to ambition, before I can start moving on to having drive, I need to get over this hurdle. I need to get over this hurdle of the actually I'm struggling to, to find a bursary. I'm struggling to find, um, I mean, I mean, financial aid or whatever it might be. Speak to us. We are listening. We're not saying we're going to have all, all the solutions, but we're saying let's start having this conversation because without this, this part of the conversation, we're missing the boat because then we'll be the generation that just came and lived and left. Um, if, if you look at baby boomers, which, which is, um, a generation in time. It was the largest generation, I mean, in America. Baby boomer generation would be your, 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 your Hillary and your, and your Bill Clinton. That's, that's the baby boomer generation. This is a generation, guys, that produced or, or gave into the economy a lot. They've, they, you can even say they own the economy because these are the people that worked after the revolutions and everything that was on. These are the people that actually said, you know what? Let's get out and work. So you look at the baby boomers and you think, what can we learn from them? And I mean, I'm not saying they're perfect. They're far from it, actually. <laughs> but what can we learn from them? How can we say, let's try and mimic now what they've, what the characteristics that they had to try and ensure that we become a force to be actually reckoned with? Because I feel that, I mean, you've got a select few who are making it. You've got the select few who have got cash for Days. You've got the, the, the select few who get called over for gigs after gig after gig. But I mean, the rest of us actually aren't that loaded. The rest of us aren't that lucky. How? How do we ensure that we take what they've taught us to try and say, this is how we're going to do it? Baby boomers. They were the generation that just worked. They were the, they never complained. If they did, they, they they complained after working. So it's sort of like SARS. Um, you complain later. You pay up first and then you complain. One of those. So it gets, it gets a bit much, but what, what I think we need to be able to pick up from them is that they just carried on working. No matter what the circumstances, I don't know what your situation is back home. I don't know what the challenges you're facing are, but I'm saying I've got a story. Duncan here has a story. I mean, Gareth has a story. Everyone has got a story to say, you know what? This is where I come from. This is what I've had to endure. These are the scars I've had to face. Um, in all, in all that happens. Um, and I think once we start listening to each and everyone's story, we start realizing that you actually, you know what? I'm no different to, to the person that I thought was not of the same class as me. I'm no different to, to the person I thought was a failure. I mean, we need to, to realize that the thread that sews us all through together is more important and much larger than the thread that actually tries to separate us. That's Baby Boomers coming up after the show. Oh. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. By the name of Lupe Fiasco, representing that first and fifteen. Yeah. Keeping it real. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We're back. Um, I've got a caller on the line. Mbali, are you there? Hi. Uh, hi, Mbali. Uh, how are you doing? I'm well and just well. I'm um, excellent, excellent. Thanks, Mbali. Where are you calling us from? 
going from Port Elizabeth. Oh, oh, oh Port Elizabeth, the people. So. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Are you, are you a people's person, buddy? <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Are you a people's person? No, yes, maybe? Oh, wow. Oh, oh I can't hear you. Uh, Is the people. Yes, are you a people's person? <laughs> As, Me? as you're from the um, Eastern Cape, I mean, I mean, that's, that's the nature, generally speaking. Oh, yes, friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yes, it's I cool. would say I'm a people's person. Excellent, excellent, buddy. We're speaking here about youth, youth which is empowered, youth that is driven, youth that is ambitious. Um, and, and I'd like to hear from you, buddy. Um, are you driven? If yes, what are you up to? What are you doing? Um, what are the challenges that you're facing at the moment? And how do you think the youth can, can better s- structure how, how we do our things to ensure that we become more successful? Um, I'm currently a med student, um, right. at Medunsa. Um, doing my second year now. And I would say it, it is hard for us as the youth to be driven because I would probably base it on the fact that we have so many opportunities available for us. Um, back in the day, it was like, you're either a doctor, you're either a policeman, or you're doing this, especially with our historical um, background. But um, I would say now that we have so many opportunities available for us, it's so hard for us to channel our brains towards a common drive. So... Yeah, I would say it's challenging, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, Mbali. Um, what year are you doing at med school? Sorry. You said um, second school. year now. Okay, mm-hmm. are you, are you enjoying it? I am, I, I really am enjoying <laughs> you're it. You're one uh, of the few people who can actually actively say that. <laughs> I think, Mbali, it's safe to say you're a nerd, but okay, alright. <laughs> you need to call me a nerd now. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, sorry. I take that back. There's nothing wrong with nerds. I was a nerd most of my life. <laughs> Don't call me a nerd. So, um, yeah, no, um, I, I think once you have a passion for anything, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, once again, if you're not doing something that you, you don't like or you, or someone put you, like forced you to do, then you will always feel as if you're dragging, like pulling teeth or something like that. So yeah. I'm doing something I love. So I, I, I have no other choice but to enjoy it except for the, you know, difficult times with the studies and stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you figure out what the goal is at the end, it's you have nothing better to do but enjoy it. No, no, no. Thanks, somebody. Mm-hmm. We're speaking on girl power, yes. So girls that are then driven. Because, I mean, the broader picture is the youth must be driven. But the truth of the matter is we need we need to actually be cognitive of the fact that um, the ladies in our lives, very few of them are actually as as driven as the guys or very few of them will go after what they want um i heard that you guys have got some sort of medical medical association that you formed with 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 doctors that are actually practicing as ladies do you want to share a bit on that and and how that works and what you guys are actually based on or what the objectives are of of the association um yeah there's um there's a program that was started i think it was launched last year it was called it's um the word we use is MWAFA, which stands for Medical Women Association South Africa. Okay. And um, basically, it's in, it's an, it has an international basis. Um, right. And we were the first to launch one in South Africa. Yeah, so that was stuff. quite exciting. <laughs> um, and they've selected 10 students um, from each medical school right. in South Africa. And we are basically, I'll speak from the perspective of the medical students. All right, perfect. Um, That's fine. We're 
um, basically like the baby doctors in the entire um, organization. Oh. Um, we have over 50 mothers, mother doctors, and um, they just encourage us to, you know, be better practitioners, tell us about the challenges we'll face in the future, and we're trying to bridge the gap between the problems they face and have no one to um, help them with and the problems we all face and having them as our mentors so that we can improve the health system in South Africa, especially for females who have always, you know, throughout history felt as if they don't have a voice necessarily. Wow, that's excellent, excellent, Mbali. Um, so you yeah. you guys are doing this with the help of, of then the doctors that are already practicing, so they're sort of giving you life lessons and trying to bridge yes. that gap, as you're saying. Yes, wow, yes, that's definitely. that's actually great stuff because we don't hear a lot about in- initiatives of this nature. We don't hear a lot about the good work that's actually being done down on the ground and people actually hustling and ensuring that they're pushing the envelope. I think that's great stuff, Mbali. And thanks, Mbali, for calling through. Um, and I hope and I sincerely pray that um, it won't end with you guys. You, you will, you will adopt another, another girl's child. I don't know what you call it. I think, I think it's called girl child, adopt a girl <laughs> child or whatever. Because you need to ensure all the time that you're passing on the legacy. You're not yeah. only trying to work towards leaving a legacy, but you need to mm-hmm. ensure that once you've worked towards having a legacy, you pass mm-hmm. it on. Because a leg- I mean, a legacy is all good and well, but sitting on a table accumulating dust is basically futile. You need to be ensuring mm-hmm. that you're passing it on to other people. And I always feel that we, we, we as young people, I mean, my, my dad, who's a cop, um, he, he'll tell you a story about how they walked kilometers and kilometers to, to be at school and how we're yeah. so lucky to have, to have fried chicken every other day. They only had it on Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's, it's all fair and well that he, uh, I mean, this is the legacy, but he needs to ensure that he pushes it through to me. So, um, I'm more grateful for the things I've got that, I'm more, I'm more responsible with the resources I've now got because yeah. it's not, it's not going to be here forever. It's not a guarantee that it'll be here forever, but I'm really happy that we've got, we've got females that are out in the workforce and at school trying to speak to each other. Because another thing is if, if the females who are already working aren't speaking to the females who are, who are at school or at varsity, then you find that you make the same mistakes that they did. Whereas you could yeah. just be around a table and say, listen guys, this works, this works, this doesn't work. And maybe you can risk and try and s- start this, but always having that, that springboard that you can be able to, to, like jump off from, I think is always winning. And thank you very, very much, Mbali. Um, and tell all, all, all the ladies that are doing this work that, um, I'm, I'm extremely proud of them. <laughs> um, <Aww>. because, <laughs> I mean, we try things like this all the time. And the truth of the matter is we lose steam. So we just keep going and then eventually we lose steam. So keep on going and keep on rooting. Thank you very, very much, Mbali. Thank you for answering my call. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Okay, you too. All right, thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye. Um, so that's, that's Mbali. And I think if, if we were to hear more stories of this nature, if we were to hear more people saying, actually, you know what? These are the, the initiatives that we've got. These are the people that we're trying to help out. These are the people that we're trying to ensure that have got a better life, more, more sustainable, more practical life. I think we'd love to hear more of that. It really, really would. And to try and build on that even to say, how can we then ensure that all these, all these initiatives keep on going? How do we ensure that all these things um, just keep on moving forward and ensuring that the people live on.
So next up, we've got we've got what I call my guy, and I mean I think yesterday yesterday he his child was born, um, <laughs> um, AKA Sunshine. Uncensored, unradio, When we look, when we're looking at the youth in terms of empowerment, when we look at the youth in terms of businesses, when you look at the youth in terms of drive and ambition, um, one can't help but think of the youth of the past. Like I said, we try and look at that: the youth of the past, the youth that we've got at the moment, and then the youth that we are hoping that we're going to leave this legacy. In their hands. Um, when I think of the youth of the past, I mean, I think of names like Mbongeni Ngeema. I think of names like the late Nelson Mandela. People who made, who made it, who made it different when they were actually part of the youth. People who didn't wait for, well, we'll only do our part once we arrive at 30 or 40. People who said, you know what? Now is the time that we need to provide the change that we want to see. And this is it. Um, and, we, we liaised earlier on in the week with Obaba Ungem, Mbongeningem, who's, who's then synonymous with art and culture. And I mean, if you think Mbongeningem, everyone just thinks Sarafina. Everyone just says, yo, that movie was on point. And I mean, you start thinking to yourself, this guy worked with the likes of Whoopi Goldberg before it was even, even fashionable to be hoisting out. I mean, I'm seeing how Cape Town is trying to say, you know what, all the movie stars are coming to record here with us. But actually, guys, we've got news for you. It actually all began in Joburg. It all began in Joburg. So do you think, do you think of people like that who, who made that difference? Do you think of people like that who, who left their mark? And I mean, you ask yourself, how is it that they did it? And I mean, he was he was a person that was going to come through, um, <laughs> but I assume that he's running a bit late. So Mbongeningem, wherever you are, you know you're Oak Cliff Central. Um, <laughs> this is just a side note. Um, but we were speaking on the fact that um, when you look at how his life has evolved and transformed through the years, naturally there are ups and downs. Like with anyone else, anyone will tell you, I'm having a good day. Or you know what? I'm not having a good day. Or you know what? You guys go jump off a cliff. And I mean, I mean, that's me being polite. I mean, you can hear words and phrases that are out of this world, but what, it's what you do with the situation you're faced with. It's how you bounce back from it because adversity cripples people who can't fight it. Adversity will, will bring you to your knees. If you don't have a proper way of working your way around it. So when we talk businesses and we talk ambition, how do we then translate this, this adversity into trying to use it as, as a catapult to something greater and something bigger? I was asking myself this and we were having tea with Babumbongen Gamer and he was saying, all you need actually is to just keep going. I mean, at times, whether you're crawling or whether you're walking the race, um, as long as you finish the race, because there are people who will be saying, I ran the race and I, I mean, I ran it in record time, but I mean, we're all different. The person who's running the race in full time might be running his fifth or sixth race. This might be your first race. Just keep going, whether it's a step or a crawl, just keep going. I've got, I've got a saying that I use for my staff members and I say, 
There shall come a day when the underdog and the elements of the unknown shall reign supreme. On that day, dead or alive, I'll stand at the finish line with a smile and say it's about time. Because um, you find that a lot of times we hate on each other. A lot of times I will employ you to ensure that you don't grow. A lot of times people will be like, I'll help you out. Meanwhile, they know that you'll be, you'll be indebted to, to them forever. How do we run away from that notion or from that culture? Because that culture doesn't grow people. How do we build on that? Because that culture cripples people. You find when we're speaking businesses and drive, I know this is a lot because I mentor a few people. Um, and you'd say, the person would say, I received this this, I don't want to call it a tender, but let's say a job from government. Um, and I worked and I worked and I delivered on time and I did it as per the specification that was required of me. But now, I mean, they, they give me the runaround of my payment. And I think to myself, but what type of message is our government actually communicating to people? Everyone is saying you can't create, we can't create any more jobs. Government is not there to create jobs. The public sector is. I get it. That's basic economics. I completely get it. But how is our government trying to ensure that the people who are trying to make a living for themselves are actually well catered for? I saw we've got, we now have a ministry of small business. Um, I mean, which we welcome with open arms and we're saying, thank the Lord, because I, like I was trying to understand what the, the goals we've got as a nation aren't speaking to the programs and operations that we've got. So all of a sudden now I'm seeing the goals and the operation are starting to merge other. So I'm thinking we're moving in the right direction, but where we still falter is that the people, the young people who, who are in business. And I mean, I'm talking people who are, who are, who are photographers. You've got people who are, who are DJs. I mean, if you go into, the DJing part, it's a headache on its own because you find that people who organize events aren't willing to pay the people in time. People who organize like, like events will, will overcharge the people that are there and stuff like that. All those things need to come to a point where we sit down around the table and say, how can we better this? How can we improve this? And over the course of the next few weeks, where we will have people who are coming in, trying to speak to us, trying to speak to the, everything that we've, we've been doing and we'd like to achieve, we're going to hear. We've got Musa Kalinga who's coming in next week. We've got Madzi Modise. Um, and I mean, if you know these names, well, if you don't, let me just give you a sneak, a sneak peek. Musa is now at Facebook Africa. You know, you know, you know, Facebook has got now offices in Santon or it's in Rosebank maybe. Um, but now we, we need stuff. And the people who got headhunted for this, he's one of the guys who are there trying to ensure that the office is moving, that the office is actually there to be sustainable. So he's one of the guys that will be coming through and saying, I mean, I grew up in Lokshin. I grew up in its township, but I know what it's like. You can't use that as an excuse. You can use that as a stepping stone by all means. But we all have that story. We all know it. I mean, Nikulele Emlazi. I mean, Umlazi, if anyone knows where Umlazi is, it's a township in Durban. But that doesn't define who I am. Naturally, it's a part of who I am that I can never lose and I can, I mean, I can never ignore. But the truth of the matter is it, it won't restrict me in terms of saying you will never leave Umlazi. So we've got him to come in and speak to us and say, you know what, this is it. I mean, I'm now, I'm now, I'm now at Facebook. I mean, I think Facebook is, is one of the biggest companies in the world at the moment i mean one of the best to, to work for there was a survey i think between between google and facebook 
I mean, they were winning this thing because it's so grand. It's the grand lifestyle. And I mean, he's a guy from, from, from next door. And I mean, he's there. So he's there to tell you how he did it. He's there to tell you, you can actually do it. Just keep pushing. Keep taking it a day at a time and you'll get there. Then we'll have Mati. Mati Modise, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lady. Um, and not just beautiful, but also very smart. That's the other thing. Um, she, she is then the, CEO of small business development um, in the country. And I mean, she's also, she was a Rhodes Scholar. She speaks at the UN, UN summits. This, these are people that are huge. These are people who are shaping the youth of South Africa, not just South Africa, of the globe even, because we need people. We're trying to build a brand for Africa. That's what I'm always saying to people. Every time I travel abroad, if I do have the chance, I'm not representing South Africa only. I'm representing Africa. So it's my, it's my duty to ensure that I speak well of Africa and where Africa is faltering. I need to offer solutions because making a lot of noise about what's wrong and not providing a suitable solution won't actually help us. And these are all things that we need to be looking at. And these are all things that we're hoping will translate throughout the weeks as we're here trying to speak to the youth, trying to ensure that we plant that seed to ensure like, like Anishka was saying earlier, we need to have that seed of ambition. You can't only ladies be, be saying, you know what? I look forward to seeing Mangoba because he drives this car. I look forward to being with with that person because he's got this house. If it's not yours, it's actually not yours. You need to sort of deal with that and you need to ensure that you're creating your own legacy to, to work towards that. Um, speaking of events and speaking to people moving on and moving on forward. I mean, this weekend, if we don't mention the Durban July that has now passed, I know a lot of people might be saying it's been overdone, but let us just speak about this. Um, Everyone who went through to Durban left 250 million rands in Durban. So that's how much the Durban, Durban July has contributed to the economy of Durban. Um, of Eteguin, my mistake, Eteguin, because you need to be able to say Eteguin if you're from Durban. Um, and so I ask myself if we can all as a collective contribute that much amount of money in a single weekend. Wh- why do we still have p- people who are going hungry? Why do we still have people who don't have RDB houses? Why do we still have people who can't go to school because they don't have money? I'm trying to equate all these things. And as I'm trying to speak to all the young people, as I'm trying to entice all the young people, these are the type of questions I'm kind of hoping at the end of all of this we'll start asking ourselves. How do we translate? How do we translate the circumstances and the what we call obstacles. Um, how do we translate all those things into something that is huge? How do we translate those things into, into a better future for not only us, but our children? These are all things we'll be trying to speak to and speak about and engage on throughout the time that I'll be here. And, and we hope and pray that by the end of it, however long it will be, by the end of it, at least there'll be one person. There'll be at least one person who'll say, you know what? I've not been, I've not been capacitated enough. Now I actually understand what it means to have drive. Now I actually understand what it means to be focused, to be ambitious. I mean, we look down on a lot of people because of ambition. And we find that we'll be trying to pull them down. We've got, I'm at 12 Uh, so those are, 
people that are huge, huge on Twitter. Um, and we've, we've got one guy, Mad Goat, who we are going to speak to, um, I think next week even. And he was going to line us up in terms of what it actually means because this is, this is a, a foreign, completely foreign animal to us to say, um, we don't know you from a bar of soap, but on, Twitter, you've got the most to say. On Twitter, you can diss the biggest of superstars and bring them crumbling down. <laughs> so we need to hear these things as to say, these are people who decided we're going to use this platform as, as we want and as suits us. And, and how do we then ensure that we keep moving with all of this? I'm really happy and excited actually that this platform has been opened because now we can speak to each other about each other's issues. No one is speaking down to another person. No one is speaking from a viewpoint of, I actually might know more about this than you do. We're speaking from a viewpoint of, as you'd have in a crowd, you'd sit around and you'd have the eldest person saying, these, these are the stories. This is how this village was formed. Whether it be in Kenya, whether it be in Botswana, we have villages. These are how they were formed. The, the art of storytelling and actually ensuring that everyone is listening through because that's how you pass down this legacy. That's how you build this legacy. And that's how you ensure that this legacy never dies. So we have then those people, the trelebs, if you may, um, who come in and speak to us about the fact that this is how we do it. We actually don't give a rat's tail what anyone else thinks. If this is what we're saying, this is what we're saying. I mean, and then you've got a few, Pulani, who just shut up and then fizzled up. Um, but, but that's it. That's actually it. We need to hear from these people what is actually happening. As, as we round up the hour, guys, and as hopefully we've got you again next week, this is what we're speaking about. We're speaking about people being young, wild, and free. Are you, you're young. I mean, that's, that's a given. You can't even try and debate that. Um, but are you wild? Are you free? Those are the questions that you need to answer. And being wild and in being free, are you actually driven? Are you ambitious? Where do you see yourself in five years? We'll be speaking about how you register a company. We'll be speaking about the challenges that people face as whether it be SARS, whether it be, um, Government not paying you on time or your suppliers not paying you on time. We're going to be speaking about all these things in the coming weeks. So stay tuned and keep coming through because this is the hour when we're going to say we're building this nation one step at a time. This is the hour that we're going to be saying we're speaking to people about what matters to people. This is the hour that we're going to be saying, hey, guys, let's stop for a brief hour and just listen in. This guy might... be able to speak to us in terms of how we can link all these things. So guys, hope we can see you again through next week with our huge, huge guests. And we're trying to build this nation one step at a time. This is CliffCentral.com.